Excellent. All right. All right, we're still I, I, going I think on. we did that at 10 I mean, it's it's never going to be in sync. There's always latency. But, like, what we're what we're trying to do, for what we're trying to do, ah, that was perfect. I'm going to make it look good in, in, a, <laughs> in a post show. Uh, you got any questions, any comments, concerns before we start? No, not at the moment, you know. Um, no behind-the-scenes footage at this current time. You know, um, okay. nothing you want to dispel, no secrets, real quick. Um, no, not 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 right now. You know, um, you know the the DNC and RNC conventions coming up, so I'm gonna wait till that that all finishes up first. Oh, I see. You want to go straight through? I got one question for you. Are you ready for this? <laughs> I'm ready for it. What's the name of the show? It is this one. This show. Um, Identity Booth. God, you are the first person of this month to get the name of the show right. Let's give let's give a freshman around for applause, baby. Because I knew that if I had to pick somebody to get this right, it'd be you. And my bet was right. I want you to put on your best smile right now because you've joined the great lengths of those who know the name of my show. Congratulations. I mean, I've been following the show for a while, so I won't surprise. And you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised how many people get that question wrong. Oh, I thought it was a trick question. I was like, uh... welcome, welcome to another episode of the Identity Booth. We are here, and y'all know what's up. I got the Zoom thing going. I have tricked one of my friends to giving me ample amounts of time so I could steal free content. We have a celebrity in the house. Now, I went to a great college, and this great college produced some great people. And one of these great people, he is a lawyer, you know, he's an author. He's not an illustrator, that's my job. But he is a freshman. He's a mentor and a mentee to me, and I greatly appreciate him. So let's give a round of applause for Chris Cooper right now, everybody. Woo! You got up in the building. How you doing? I'm doing well, man. Doing great. You know, just sitting here what's in the, the Chicago Life Street. What's the uh the S is it called is it like when you're a lawyer, is it Esquire? It's Esquire, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. That's the that's your tagline for cool coolness. You, yeah, you put that ESQ. things. Yeah, ESQ okay, dot. Okay. You know, sometimes I gotta make I mean, it official because some people don't believe I'm a lawyer when they look at me. That's some it's, racist shit. <laughs> they still think that I'm a football player. Like, you know, I'm I mean, like, yeah, you're like 6'10. What do you expect? <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, I'm kind of smart. I think. Like, you know, I look smart. <laughs> That's a, yeah, you know, you look smart and being smart, two different things. Uh, that is that is definitely true. 100%. We learned that the hard way at UAPV. But um, like I said, uh, me and Chris, we went to school together. Uh, we. There, there, you form your, your, your greatest bonds in college, and that's what we do uh, now. Me and Chris, we have managed to keep this friendship going, and a part of me feels indebted to him because a lot of the things that I attribute to my growth and understanding of the modern world as I see it, I can attribute to you. So, you know, I appreciate that. Uh, this Thank is just a catch-up because uh, you never really know what's going on with your people. And it's not like uh, I call all my people once a week. But like from occasionally, I know I'm talking to you about money and stocks a lot. Yeah. So that's usually where our con- our corners of our conversations go to. But like we never just really get to sit down and just shoot the breeze. So that's what we're gonna do right now. Okay. And hopefully, you know, make some makes make something out of it. We got uh, 30 minutes hopefully to make a decent 
form of content, hopefully we can. <laughs> the pressure's on. The pressure's on. No, no pressure. <laughs> uh, I feel like LeBron James in these playoffs, but okay, let's see what we can yeah. do. Yeah, hey, he's struggling right now. <laughs> I don't want to be in his locker room right now. You mean to tell me I'm in this bubble and can't get no points? <laughs> None. He gonna do it like he did in Cleveland. He gonna trade everybody. Hey, and trade the house. whole team. Coach too. Yeah, <laughs> coach, you ain't you ain't excused. Get on the bus, coach. Right. You know what, I, coach? I, you sit in the back. <laughs> I haven't I haven't seen any of the games yet. I've just been catching them on ESPN, so I don't know what's going on. Like who's who's like who's showing up right now? Uh, who's showing up? I Giannis is showing up every night. You know, he's still doing his thirty points, eleven rebounds, seven assists, whatever he's doing. Um, who's showing up real big time is was it Siakam? Pascal Siakam. Uh, Siakam. Yeah, he's showing up real great. And Luka Doncic is just just a monster. I mean, if the what's kids, everybody the kids talking about? Uh, what's his name from uh, tri- Port? Uh, oh, Dame, Dame Dollar. Dollar. Yeah, yeah, Dame. Hey, Dame Dollar. Let me not say anything too wrong because Dame Dollar murders Shaq. I just want to put that out there. I know this probably. What do he do? He murders Shaq. You ever heard of Dame Dollar diss a Shaq? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Oh. I, thought they, I thought it was. Oh, another he murders. Oh, he murdered Shaq. I don't want to get in I, that boat. I, I have two. I have two songs from his album on my playlist, so I know it's real. Like I was just like, I've I'm, I have a big theory that athletes and artists secretly want to switch places. Yeah, like they that's their thing. That's their wannabe. So like every athlete seems to want to drop an album. Uh, Tehran, <laughs> <laughs> Tehran, <laughs> but uh, then he you is see rapping. people like J Cole and Waka Flocka, and they out here dunking. Yeah, J. Cole can hoop, though. That's crazy to me. Quavo can hoop, too, though. I like watching the celebrity games. From Quavo the Migos? Be really yeah, from the Migos. He be hooping. Little left-hander. What? And he hoops. I, I guess, I mean, it might be in the DNA, but shoot. I just think it's so crazy that, that those two niche groups of people have so many trading attributes. I don't know. That's just You know how it is. If you didn't make it as a, if you didn't make it as an athlete, you try to be a rapper. And if you didn't make it as a rapper and an athlete, you know, then we, we don't know what usually happens to you after that point. No, you, you know what happens to you? You go sell cars on a lot and you make your good eighty thousand honest dollars, damn it. Hey, eighty thousand is great. I mean all honest money is good money. Okay. I like to put that there. All honest money is good money. <laughs> yeah. Don't be like me. <laughs> <laughs> don't be like me, y'all. I'm out here because, like, recently uh, I've started. I'm I'm very particular about my content and like how I distribute it. So, like, recently I've started going live, mm-hmm. and on the live, I've easily noticed like people be like, "Oh, I want to donate to your cause, man. This is great content." I'm like, "Ah, I don't have you know that many followers. It's just it's on the house, man. Take it or leave it." But now yeah. they're talking about, oh, no, nah, bro, you hit the 1,000 and 10,000 view range. Yeah, you got to, you. we going to put you at the bottom of the list if you don't do something. So I have to come up with like, this thing. I mean, because that's how the algorithm is, you know. One of my uh, videos on stocks got like 10,000 views, and it mm. broke the whole algorithm. So now they're like, well, yeah, you need to keep your engagement up. You need to do this. I'm like, I put out two videos a week. That's it. But they're like. Yeah, but what if we paid you to put out more? <laughs> I was like, well, it's it's it sounds good now because I'm on hiatus, uh, not hiatus from school, but on break, and school hasn't started. 
Right. But when it's time to go be uh, Mr. Save the World, all this stuff goes on pause. Like, but I don't know. That's just me. It's it's. But you you saving the world with the podcast. I mean, you give out really good information. Like I said, even before we even start talking about the stocks, I saw your um, video about the stocks, and I'm like, oh, hero. What? Let's go though. Like, let me talk about these stocks. Let me get on. Like, I'm trying to get my money up too. So I think the content you put out is still saving the world. Now you're not saving, quote unquote, life, but you're saving the world. Like, yeah, but we yeah, still need you to be no. in the surgical room too, saving lives. Yeah. yeah, that and I think like and it's kind of crazy because uh, me and the brother have been talking recently about like that whole aspect of like you know being in the surgical world and how like you know. The whole MD route didn't work for me, so I'm said I'm gonna go PA, and now I'm looking at it like, but I can make six figures, not as a PA. I, I can I've already done that, you know. Right. It's like, am I delaying my uh, purpose as far as like helping people in my community and being more of an impact because of this idea of the title means more than the actual actions, like. It's that duality, but my brother, you know, my brother, he's a businessman. He's like, nah, you can make $300,000 in real estate before you could ever get, like, you can, there's no amount of, there's no price for saving a life, but there is a price for giving people a home, giving people status, giving people control over their financial literacy. If you can do that, I don't know how that equivocates to saving lives, but I don't think you should have to spend the rest of your life trying to figure that out. So... I can see that point. I mean, but I think that it really goes down to like, what do you think you find the most value in? Um, I think that's the same way with me being a lawyer. You know, I wanted to be a doctor before uh, before I went to law school, but then I thought about it, and I think I can add more value to people by being a lawyer because there are certain aspects of being a lawyer that you cannot do as a doctor. Like, I can't just one day all of a sudden just do surgery on someone at home. Like, I can't do that. I need to have a room that's sterile. I need my right instruments and instrumentalities. I don't know how you all call them, but I need that. But as a lawyer, you can call me for legal advice and I can give you some legal advice. Um, Or I can help you out with a problem. I can do pro bono work with contracts. I can do pro bono work. And I don't need to be in the office to do that. I can actually do that from the confinements of my home. And still help people out more than I could as a doctor. So I think I found more value in being a lawyer than being a doctor. Even though I would have got paid way more money being a doctor. Because I've seen some of these surgeons and I have done depositions of these doctors. And they getting paid $2,500 an hour to just sit there and talk to me. And I'm like, oh, I need to be in that position. Damn, but I, like I said, I found more value here. being a lawyer. Yeah. It's instant gratification. That's that's what people people like me and you who are, have like this sort of like this high octane uh, sense of purpose and like you give us a task and we do it. We don't really need a blue blue skill instruction. Like we don't need uh, an instruction manual. Like if it's readily able to be done, it, we can do that. Uh, I think like especially in the healthcare field, it's more about your dealing with because once you have the title you don't really have to worry so much about like dealing with the bureaucracy because your job is stated in black and white. I save people. And that means if I have to break rules, I can do that. That's what you've given me the power to do. So like I see too many times where like just a few days ago, we had a a liver that was like 72 years old. That's not going to save nobody. 
but uh end stage renal failure with hepatitis c oh that's gold and we gave it to him with the idea of it failing so he moves to the top of the list like mm-hmm. you can gain the system for your patients and the good doctors do the bad ones just say there's nothing we can do if you ever hear a doctor say that they they probably given up on you need a second opinion unless you like have a a, a fucking cannonball in your chest then you're probably there's probably nothing they can do for you <laughs> i would keep that in my mind if my doctor's like hey it's not i can do yes you can <laughs> let me see the books <laughs> i don't know but once again it's just that's just my level i i'm a i'm in it for the surgery and stuff like that but it's it's a growing thought process in my head especially like now as like people as we're getting older and like seeing like younger people get into the field and i'm telling them like ah, oh, don't do that you know i I, yeah. I did that now if you're xyz go do that but if you're abc nah it's not gonna be for you dog and i think that's the that's the power i've been giving is just that guidance but there's something there's something powerful about like being able to give not only advice but a like a vector to that magnitude like a direction for these people to kind of oh, yeah. follow i think that's i think he, that's the best thing you could do yeah. pass on your experiences i mean education should never be held to one person i mean you could be one of the smartest people in the world you can be one of the most giving people in the world you can have the formulas for, to give the other people to be successful but if you keep it for yourself then i don't consider you to be successful I mean, successful people help other people become successful. They don't worry about their own success. And I think that's the most difficult part, I think, that a lot of professionals have and a lot of people who have knowledge have that they feel like they have to, one, be overpaid for the knowledge they obtain or they're not willing to give that information to someone who you know is going to go down the same route you went through that's going to have those same problems be it financial, be it stress, be it depression, whatever it is, you just don't want to help them. And I think that's definitely a bad situation. And I think that you give people the advice that you wish you would have had before you started that process. There's, a, I have a disdain for uh, like o- overtly rich people. Like I never <laughs> want to be so damn rich. Like I, I just, I can't, the Jeff Bezos of the world vex me. Like, I don't see a reason for you to have divorced a woman and she instantly becomes the richest woman on earth. That's a problem for me. That's a that is a large issue for me. I am I wrong here? Like, am I? I don't know. I, if I, know I saw that. this man in the streets, he would have to catch these hands. Knuckle up, knuckle up. Hey, yeah. you know you MPB that favorite song you already knew. Look, if you fuck, yeah. It, uh, hey, I don't think my package was know. late. I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't say. I just feel like I said before. I think that whatever Jeff Bezos did, he must have did something super serious. Like at the end of the day, for you to look over at somebody who's worth one hundred thirty-five billion dollars and be like, "Yo, I'm leaving you." <laughs> we can't even work this out. Like, no, this is not a conversation. <laughs> this is not a conversation we can have. It's just no. over. Like, I don't. I'm not, there's so much. There's so much wrong with that, and for and it just instantly. No, nah, you got to. No, nah, you're not about to just leave me empty-handed, sis. Take this bread, and for her to now be out here saying you get a car, 
you get you an get island. You get a trust fund. Like she's not even trying to keep the money. So it's like, does she know that this is blood money or something? Like she doesn't want no part. Like did she find out he was part, the leader of a cult and was like, oh dear God, I gotta get out. I don't know. Maybe she found. Maybe he was just like, you know what? I just want to be the richest man in the world. She was like, okay. Well, I'm gonna take about thirty-five billion and I'm gonna give it away. Okay, but even when she gives it away, like she gave her like one point five billion, then Amazon go up a hundred points, and next thing you know, she gained two billion dollars. Like she cannot stop getting more she money. Can't stop making money. I think <laughs> that, that if, if if her goal is to because prove like Jeff Bezos isn't doing enough with his money, I think she is by instantaneously every time that he makes money she makes money therefore giving the money away and she's giving like this away. could be you this could be you but you're not great like me but yeah. I, I, it, and it's kind of strange because my duality on like money has changed since i got into the stock market because now i'm over here supporting some shit that i never use like i haven't had mcdonald's since i was at the yard and the fact that i'm out here making 42 dollars in uh, dividends from McDonald's. It kind of eats me up on the inside, but then I look at my portfolio and I'm like, nah, it's nah. okay. <laughs> nah, nah, nah it's I'm okay. It's, it's not that bad. McDonald's not that bad. They use 100% beef. No, they so, don't. <laughs> it's on their wrappers. Yeah, you know what else is in the wrapper? We you know, are not. I don't, for... <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just read. Okay, I'm as a lawyer, I read. The black and white contract on the contract of the paper when I open it up for my Mac double or double, double, well, I about to say double whopper. Now, what is it? You know what? Double I, quarter should, I should use your legal counsel because I definitely can go out there right now, grab a burger, do a run test sample, and I guarantee you it's not going to come back 100% beef. If it's not, then they, they that's false advertisement. We can get them. You can get them. I, I know <laughs> there is soy elements in there. The thing about it is our food is becoming more vegetarian. And we don't even know it. The additives that they're using now to, as replacement, like mushroom, is a great replacement. You you cook some beef uh, stir fry and add mushrooms with just with the blood. The mushrooms absorb it and automatically chunk. It's kind of crazy to see how mushrooms adapt to anything, really. Nah, I really don't but, mess with mushrooms like that, so I don't know. Why? I mean, the first time I had a mushroom, it was just not the most tasteful thing for me and then i heard that there's poisonous mushrooms and i'm like how do you uh, that's too much <laughs> and then yeah. then you know and then it's psychedelic mushrooms and shrooms be having you across the world like i don't know what mushrooms we eating like, i nah. know what i i've never i've never used shrooms but i know people who have and they're some of the most pleasant people i've ever met in my life so yeah because they're probably still high <laughs> <laughs> they're still hot today okay they're still hot they're today still walking on that mushroom kingdom uh, yeah i don't know is is but then not even from that because the thing that i also notice is when i started putting out those videos about money i started getting a lot more traction and i started getting a lot more like interactions with people who wanted favors and I, as you know i'm somebody who'll give away the information for free i don't care right. it's it, you still just because you know how to do it doesn't mean you're uh capable or even ample or even sufficient at doing it and uh, the amount of people that got in my day and especially it's not to talk bad about women but a lot of women are afraid to take financial risk i've noticed and i don't know if it's just because of a lack of security because like i lost six hundred dollars uh you were there when i did it i lost that six hundred dollars i was like all right it, it hurt but i was like all right take take this l 
But after that, I went strictly conservative. And I always ask people that opening question, are you prepared to lose $600 in one day? And if they say no, I'm like, well, then you probably don't need to do this. Like, it's it's not going to be worth it for you. But, like, what has been your interaction since you've started, like, just dealing with the whole stock market? Um, I have some good times and some bad times. I mean, um, I'm Tesla. I'm one of the risky stock takers. I know when we first started. I hate your strategy. (laughs) Hey. I'm I'm a risky player. That's what I do. Um, I remember when we talked about it. You know, you're like you give me the outline, you give me the break, and was like, "Hey, this is what you should do." I did it. We won. Yeah. I was like, "Cool." Now I got this. Okay, I don't need hero in this point. I got this. Tesla looked good. Okay, Tesla looked great. I'm gonna start doing trade options with Tesla. First trade option comes, boom, smack it up, make about four k on it. Bam, pocket it. You know what? I'm going to do it again. <laughs> Lose like 1700 You know what? Now I got to get my money back because I lost. I'm going to do yeah. it again. Yeah. Lose, lose like two stacks. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to chill. I'm going to wait. <laughs> and then I'm looking at another analyst that says, you know what? Tesla's to be $2,500. And I'm hey, like, keep in mind, he ain't he ain't mentioned my name yet. After that, after the day I let him out the hook, <laughs> he ain't mentioned my name yet. Keep going, keep going. So then he, I look at the endless twenty five hundred. I'm not doing any research at all. <laughs> Tesla's gonna be twenty five hundred. I'm back in Tesla. You got me again. And next, you know, you lose another fifteen hundred. And then you know what? And you think about it. You know, it's like, oh. Okay. And I think we had a conversation probably like a couple weeks after that. You was like, so how's it going? You know, I took some L's. <laughs> took some L's, you know. Hey. And now I'm more conservative. I have a certain set of portfolio that's meant to be conservative. Then I have a little bit more for like risky investments. But um, no, I'm more, now I'm looking at more of the research and we'll start having our, our calls before I start doing my trade options again, you know. Um, I am taking taking one class that um, about trade trade options and trades in, in stocks itself and I don't know how that's going to work out so I'm gonna, after I take that class then I can let you know how that works but um, doing more research be, pulling back my riskiness uh, but it was booming when it was when I was risky it was booming at one point I made $8,000 in one week I thought I was I thought I cracked the code hey. and then uh, and then 2020 happened <laughs> 20 2020 is not having no mercy on nobody. If you out here no. thinking it's sweet, 2020 got a got a his a lesson for you. But yeah. I mean, now that like, I mean, it, it's a, all everything's a learning curve. And like, right. once again, we didn't have nobody to kind of coach us up. Like innovation kind of gave us this thing. So like, once again, when a young person comes to me and I'm like, oh, cool, you got your refund check from school. You want to flip that? Nah, I'm going to go to the bar. Hey, do you, bro? I get it. But you, I know you want to flip that. Come, come with me. So, like, but that, that those are options we have now. Yeah. You know, you think about all the money that you've, you've invested in your lifetime and just how, like, how much money you have sitting in your savings account just doing nothing. Like, that's right. an opportunity for you. And, like, with the way the market is and the economy is now, it's super important to, like, kind of be super invested in understanding your rankings like there's this uh great market uh about real estate like are you into any real estate or anything like that 
Um, I'm not in any real estate right now, but I definitely want to move into real estate. You know, I definitely, I am definitely working to try to get as many streams of income as possible. So yeah, I'm definitely interested in doing the real estate thing, but I have, I haven't ventured enough to say that I'm in it at this point. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You need, uh, you know, when you're going to need some real estate. When? You're gonna need some. You're gonna need some real estate when when that when when that girl start coming around more often. <laughs> hey, that lady come around a little bit more. That's when the house starts to matter. Can't keep bringing her to the apartment. You gotta. She gonna want to park her car. She don't want to keep parking on the curb. That's a two. That's a two and block it's, walk. It's a two block walk. You're right about that. Uh, but I was told by another mentor, hey, you can't buy you can't buy a house until you get married because your wife will always find something wrong with the house. She was she like, why is this door right here? House. She was like, why is this door right here? You know Did what? You the front the door, door should be. <laughs> Did you bring me a door to replace this door? That's, nah, that's how I'm like, coming at folks. She was like, hey, the front door is two inches too, too far to the left. We need another house. I can't live in a house that's two inches of the left door. It was just like you should not. He told me not to buy a house until I get married. That's what he said. Because you're uh, just gonna I, sell it. No, that's fair. Because I definitely sold my first house with the quickness. So, but for what it's worth, I mean, you're doing a lot of big things, and I think we're gonna talk about that on the second show, depending on how much time you have. But like, uh, is there anything you want to plug? Anything you want to put out there? Um. So right now, just to plug, um, Super C Group. If it's on Facebook, you can find it on Super C Group. Um, we're working on a website. Um, Super C Group is my company that I started with Simeon Brown. Um, we we started about whew, probably about six years ago. Uh, we started as a management company, but now we're switching out and we're reinventing ourselves and changing our brand up. Um, a lot of that's going to come with financial literacy, fixing people's credits, um, giving you more knowledge on how to improve your finances, how to improve your credit and keep your credit score up. Um, there are a lot of people who get their credit score up so they can get their vehicle and then kill their credit again. Um, so a lot of times it's just teaching people how to leverage your credit as well as how to fix it and how to become more financial liter- literate. Um, the second thing, too, is that Super C Group, we're going to do a lot of fundraising activities where we're going to give out a lot of things just like we did with the pandemic. Um, we did with um, <clears throat> the Thanksgiving giving out Thanksgiving, giving out Christmas boxes to um, less fortunate families. So, I mean, Super C Group is it's going to be a big philanthropic um, company as well as a company trying to improve our literacy knowledge and more knowledge on everything else, even legal knowledge. I'm still trying to work that way in, too. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much about it right now for the first oh, show. Definitely, definitely. And all that information will be in the comment section and link below. Uh, the next show, uh, if you're watching this next show, if it's out, it'll be in the corner, one of these corners. You can click on it and watch that video. But uh, we'll definitely be talking about that in the next show. But for what it's worth, you know, this is the identity booth and this has been the catch up where we just kind of, you know, shoot the breeze. I get, I bring people on here and force them to interact with me because <laughs> I'm bored and I have no friends here. But thank you. You know, Coop, for coming on. We appreciate you for joining us on the podcast. And as we constantly try to identify with you guys, you know, remember, I'm here so that you guys can identify with me. You can find me on iTunes, Spotify, all those major platforms, or just YouTube. Uh, the hike is still going. 197 subscribers, y'all. We are on the way to 200. Me and uh, Eric are going to live stream the RNC, two black guys talking about uh, the RNC. 
Look forward to that live stream happening on Monday to be announced as far as time is concerned. But it'll be out there. I, I'm, I'm sure we're going to hit 200 subscribers by that point. So I appreciate you guys. I love your faces. Take care of yourself. You know, put on your mask so you can get out the <laughs> damn house. So that's where my mask goes? Now they're not. <laughs> <laughs> You're going.